wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. In a while, for a while, for a while. Yeah, your boys, Movie Mayhem Podcast. It's oh wow, I've done it so many times. You skipped it, and man. I skipped it. Yeah. Should we start over? Should we just let yeah, it ride? Let's, let's delete this. Let's uh, delete this, nephew. Yeah. All right. Um, your boys, Matt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's good. Maybe it's good time yeah, we take a break. Know, it's, it's that time. <laughs> We've reached the end of the line. <laughs> yeah, we're we've been chilling here live in the coronavirus studio. That's right. We've been uh, shelter, washing our hands for every every twenty seconds. Yeah, just, that's that's actually what one of my coworkers said. It's like, yeah, I heard you have to like wash your hands every twenty seconds. I'm like, no, it's for twenty seconds, yeah. not every twenty seconds. Beautiful. I was uh I was at your your job actually at Tower yeah. One, and. Uh, I forgot. I don't know the guy's name, but the guy that comes out and like takes people's luggage wearing like latex gloves. And he's just like, "Oh, they, they're making me switch to black." They said the purple's unprofessional. Um, it was, Wait, was it nighttime or was it daytime? It was. It was evening. It was like around five six. On what day? Tuesday. No, Monday. Oh, that must have been. Uh... Hmm. Yeah, look at these in his thirties, mid thirties. Either Ernesto or or Phil. No, probably Phil. He was a white guy. Oh no, that's not. Oh, it's probably building one. Is it? Yeah. Uh, what are we doing? Yeah, what right. Jeez, let's let's Jeez. talk. Are we a movie review podcast? I'm, I'm like getting like deep into this. Talk about how we saw it work podcast. And talk Ugh. about because it's 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 all about the uniform. That's what it's about. Speaking of uniforms, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of unprofessional uniforms, yeah. Uh, we've been, the movie we've been wanting to do involves a boy in a uniform. That's right. And I've been saying it since I've seen it. I've been, I was trying to, when it first came out, I was fighting for it. Yeah. I've been wanting to see it for yeah. a while. It just I tried a couple up. times. I even went, uh, when it was re-released mm-hmm. and tried to find a, a, a studio that played it. Um, but I went on a Tuesday and I was one of the, my sister wanted those uh seven dollar Tuesday ticket right and nobody was doing the seven dollar Tuesday ticket so my sister was like never mind and I was like okay I guess yeah. you don't know anything about this movie you have no anticipation she has no, she has like no why would you spend the arts That's yeah like why would you pay full price for it yeah. you know so I was like okay fine but then you know this is c- a full price movie yeah because we're gonna start rating things. This is a full price. What, movie. Like, how much would you spend on yeah. it? Like, would you go on Tuesdays? Would yeah. you like would you, sneak in after another movie? Would you prime movie? it? Would you stream it? Would you bootleg it? Would you pay full price? Would you watch it? Would you like sneak in on the way out of another movie, not really minding that you missed the first twenty right. minutes? Like, if you go to in uh, Roosevelt Field, there's a the straight line of of theaters where you can see yep. each one. Yep. You can just whoop whoop. Yeah. Go right into the next whoop de whoop. You could whoop whoops right into all your scoops. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, it's that G fuel just going through my veins. It's, it's getting you, it's picking you up. Um, yeah. So, so, so you've been since the movie came out. Yes. you saw it right away. I saw it. Um, so when it first came, it, the second week it was out because it wasn't near us. 
when it came out. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 it took two weeks before it came by us. Mm-hmm. So the minute it came by us, I saw it. Right. And you loved it from the jump. You were telling me, dude, you gotta go see it, mm-hmm. yada yada, and then I'm seeing like three different movies instead, <laughs> you know, just because the people I was with wanted to see this, wanted to see that, right? and, you know, never got to see when it was in theaters. It's also a tough pill to swallow. A very tough pill to swallow, yeah. your sensibility. Conceptually. I mean, that's that's probably true. Yeah. But, you know, um, we, I in high school, we had a satirical newspaper. Okay. You know, and it was like kind of satirizing the onion, so we called it The Radish. And, um, you guys from Brooklyn are so funny. I know. We, yeah, so I know. funny. I know. It was a school newspaper. It was satire. It was, it was cutting, cutting edge. It's burners. Out yeah. There. It's really, really, you know, treading the line right. on what people can handle. And, uh, he was like, oh, we need something for like an advertisements page. And, uh, and I was like, all right. And I don't know what I came up with the name of the amusement park I came up with, but I came up with like a like a Nazi themed uh, amusement park. Oh boy! Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's like a blitzkrieg. It's a blitzkrieg of a time, yeah. you know, like yeah, <laughs> and like um, yeah, I, I made like Third Reich jokes, and yeah, it was it was yeah, I was in high school, I was edgy. I thought it was yeah. I thought it was like really you were edgy. I didn't really you were even, on the yeah. cusp of being yeah. other. <laughs> I was I was such a such a nihilist, you know. Forget dentist school. I'm going straight to. To hell, to apparently. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, shockingly, everyone thought it was funny. They didn't publish it, but because they're just like, we can't publish this. Right, yeah, But like, they were looking at it and they were like laughing. It was like a main, a main comp coaster. That's hilarious, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, like, like, it, it, it was, uh, it, it was funny. It was cool. Okay. But, what my point is, is that satirizing the Nazis is something that it's has... a fine line to walk yeah because yeah. you could you could satirize them to a point where they make them look like goofs right and kind of like almost neuter what they've done right you downplay their you downplay, yeah and that's and, more what i did as a high school student I... and it's kind of like what indiana jones did like where they're just kind of like these like one-dimensional bad guys that are just like Oh, we have funny German accents and we yell a lot. Yeah, they barely even mention that, you know, the whole genocide and killing Jews yeah, part. they don't even touch that. On the other hand, you can go, like, with a movie that, like, Schindler's List. Right. That, you know, very, very accurate and respectful. Kind of a downer. Yeah. You know? A bit of a downer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, might make everyone in the movie depressed for you a while. You know what's funny? Actually, I've been, I've been going back and I'm listening to a couple of, like, our episodes. Mm-hmm. And, like, your level of, like, class, movie class, starts with Schindler's List. Is that, is that why, <laughs> yeah, like, like, the gold standard the for gold, me? It's, like, your touchstone of, like, oh, this is, like, a classy movie, like, Schindler's List? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking about Oscar-winning movies like Schindler's List? I mean, you know, Fast and Furious is no Schindler's List, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you can watch a Terminator, you can watch a Schindler's List. Like, <laughs> People will, people will try to tell me, right. you know, that Hobbs and Shaw isn't as classy as Schindler's List, but well, I tell I them, I don't, you're probably right, you know, oh wow, I didn't even realize I was doing this. Yep, that's, I mean, it's, it's, if I had to pick a movie though, it's funny though, because, like, you know, not every, not every Steven Spielberg movie is going to be a Schindler's List, it's you true. know, like, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, oh my god, that's just the bar for me. Yeah, it's like right there. Well, you know what the new bar for me is, as far as Nazi movies that oh. I consider classy, it's this movie. Oh yeah. It's now Jojo Rabbit. That's right, we did Jojo Rabbit, y'all. Hey, y'all. We, you, we, you may have heard in previous episodes Brian saying, 
man, I mean, it's okay, but it's not a comedy like Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. And you may have heard me say, I gotta see that. Yeah. Well, now, <laughs> we've it's, come full circle. When we did that two-hour-long decades list. Oh, yeah, and you just whatever. kept pushing for Taika. He's like, yeah. you guys, you, you've... You know, Jojo. Jojo, man. Yeah. Jojo. And I and I'm just like, I mean, how could how good could it be? If you had a top ten and you didn't see Jojo, Jojo would make it a top eleven. Because it would, it, it would push everything. It would back push one. somebody down for yeah. sure. You know, it is uh what what a tale. It what is a, a heartwarming tale of tragedy, of love and of Nazi Germany. The, the premise doesn't really do the movie justice. No, yeah. You know? The premise is a young boy... Um, the movie is about a young boy in, growing up in Nazi Germany whose imaginary friend is Hitler. Yes. And that's enough right there to be like, pass. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but that's not really what the movie is about. No. You know? That's the... That is that's like, just the dressing of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, we're saying like Fast and Furious is about... A bald man who loves family. Yeah. That is pretty much what that's about. But you're leaving out all the stuff about cars. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah. And this one is like, yeah, he. that is who it's about. It is about a young boy whose imaginary friend is Hitler. But you're missing out the part about him befriending a Jew and who's hiding in right. his house. Him learning things, him finding out new th- like his, his whole worldview being shattered. Yeah. And then, yeah. So it's... Because uh, yeah, when, when this movie came out, everyone took it at, like, took it at face value where... You know, they thought, like, oh, he's just going for a cheap laugh where here's, you know, this goofy Taika Waititi and he's making this movie where he plays Hitler where he's dancing around as Hitler trying to make him, like, this sympathetic character. And, you know, so people were kind of turned off by it. And I think they were, they were worried because it was, like, right after Disney bought Fox. Mm. So they're like, is Disney going to put this out? Like, is Disney going to let this, you know, right. have a run? Like push, like, yeah, like go like, back to their roots yeah, of like representing like, Hitler. You know, it's like, look, we like Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say it out loud. Yeah. But like, no, but like, uh, they they wanted to. People were just worried that they were gonna bury it, like, kind of just put it out. Not, and they kind of did. Yeah, they put it out in October. Yeah. But it it, it got, uh, but then how how well received it became. Like it came out, uh, like the week I think in the can. Um, the, the same film festival that they put the Joker out in, right? Oh, really? So they, they the Joker came out, I think, a couple of days before, and everyone was like, oh, Joker, Joker, blah, 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 Joker is great. Right. Yeah, what do you... That's why you hate Joker. No, it's not that. It... <laughs> I mean, I would have liked Joker if the movie was good, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you liked Taxi Driver. I did like... I love Taxi Driver. It's the same movie, though. And I was fond of King of Comedy. Mm-hmm. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, but when... So... This was one of those things where people took Rotten Tomatoes at heart. Right. Because a lot of people were like, oh, Joker comes out, immediately it gets like an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics. Yeah. From like five critics. And then Jojo Rabbit came out, it got a 30% from critics. It's tough. And then like overnight, because when more people saw it, it just switched. Mm. So Jojo Rabbit got up to like, I think a 70, and Joker dropped down to a 60. Oh, wow. So... Like it was like they're like oh no give give Jojo Rabbit a chance it's it's more than you think at that point get it over, might have like, been too late though yeah, yeah. so like everyone was like no just get over the idea of it's about it's not about Hitler it's not about Hitler yeah it's about the boy it's a just it's about the little boy but it's tough that you know the, the, having to play catch up in your own marketing right you know it's tough 
You know, because yeah, because marketing could sink or sink or sell a, a movie. Absolutely. Because you don't like because with the Invisible Man that just came out. I heard it was good. Apparently, it's very good. Yeah. But the trailer gave the entire movie away. Oh. Well, I mean, the title gives the entire movie away. Oh yeah. It's yeah. an Invisible Man. That's terrorizing his ex-wife. But you, but you could have played the trailer as in, like, it could be in her head. Mm. You know, invisible, like, you know, oh, like, but then it's like... But or you, you could have played the movie that way, too. Exactly, exactly. You know? but, you, but you gave out a trailer that gave away, oh, he's definitely an invisible man. Well, like, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. And she definitely finds out, like, how to beat the invisible man. Like, that's how, like... That part's true. Yeah. They, like, I think the trailer shows what's probably the final... Con- like conclusion of her beating the shit out of the Invisible Man, right? Yeah, you know, and, and it's it's ridiculous. Like, I Fast and Furious probably did the same thing. Yeah, the huge. Oh yeah, the, the, the it was a four minute trailer. It's ridiculous. Like, wh- like if you have to show four minutes of a movie in a trailer, the movie is not good. No, because that means you're cutting out all the movie parts, right? And just putting in the trailer the parts you expect people to come for. Was I made a joke with like, uh, I think it was one of the. Oh, the Morbius trailer. Mm. For, uh, I actually didn't see the Morbius oh, trailer. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, no. So they put in a lot of that movie, too, because I think it's like a three and a half minute long trailer. See, I don't know if I want to see it now. Right. So, but they, they show, like, fucking, they show a picture of Spider-Man in it. They show Michael Keaton's in it. Mm. But Michael Keaton's playing the Vulture. Mm-hmm. So I, I made a joke with, like, Marvel Studios... Disney trailers. We're not gonna show you shit. We'll show you shit that's not even in this movie. Yeah. Just to kind of throw you off. Yeah. Sony trailers. We'll just show you like, and, and then Sony's like, I ah, will just fuck. Who fucking cares? Yeah, like, yeah. Just see everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we'll give the movie away for free because they did that with the Spider-Man movies. They did, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty, pretty awful, pretty annoying. Yeah. But Jojo Rabbit probably could have done the opposite, where you show a little more of the movie. To, uh, just a tad bit more. Just a tad bit more. To, to be fair, I don't really remember the trailer, but you know, show the movie a tad bit, like a little more of the movie, so that people know it's not just Hitler. Right. It's not like dancing Hitler. Yeah. You know, because uh, even when you watch the movie, Hitler is not a sympathetic character. No. He is, uh, as an imaginary friend, he's just a representative of what is going on, of a certain aspect of JoJo's personality. He's as much an antagonist in the movie. He as... is. He is still the antagonist. Yeah. He is still the antagonist because he, he represents the Nazi ideology mm-hmm. and, and, how it's, and how it is uh, portrayed in the mind of a 10-year-old. Right. You know, that is what, what all that Hitler is. And so you'll see as, as JoJo becomes disillusioned, the portrayal of Hitler changes. Yeah. You know, um, pretty drastically, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, um, it's actually a really cool, you know, commentary on the way, you know, kids are brought into, you know, war and fascist, uh, uh countries and uh, any nationalist country, right. even not, not necessarily fascist, but how children are, um, brought up uh, yeah. and engulfed. And also it depends on, depending People, on, his, really. on his circumstances, like, how it how easily he'll take to it because like if because you find out in the beginning of the movie that like his his dad's away at the war Mm -hmm. it's just him and his mom at this time where germany's obviously like losing the war right and people are getting hung in the middle of the street so he's he may not be outwardly like frightened but as a 10 year old kid hearing all this stuff you kind of and you and you see a like stability that's like when when you're a scared kid in a in a bad neighborhood, you may take to the police as like, oh okay, 
Someone, someone's got my back. Mm-hmm. But then when you start seeing like the failings of like humanity, you're not you're not looking for that. Right. You're only seeing like, oh, this is a straight. This is this is solid. Right, right. And it's only when you get older that you realize that the police are just people. Right, and and you know there's some good ones and some bad exactly. ones. Exactly. Like right. you realize everything's not perfect. And with with the Nazis, it's a like, you could even tell with with how they you were even saying like when the the SS came in mm-hmm. and it's like you may have heard a rumor that Hitler had only one ball. Yeah, it's not true. He has four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like they try to like exaggerate the truth to make everything seem great. And that's a classic, uh, you know, kind of. That's a classic move from any dictatorship. You know? Right. Like Korea does it right now. Yeah, like or, you could say, like someone who's obviously well over three hundred pounds is like two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, yeah. And, and you can say athlete. that you know he doesn't def he doesn't defecate. Right. You know, like it's uh, and, and, and you know if people don't know anything else, they're not allowed to know anything else. You burn books. Right. To the contrary, you know, then kids are gonna believe that. Yeah, free thought is, is vilified and, you know, yeah. Yeah, and, and so the what what this movie tries to do is I guess remind people of that by using satire, and and it's tough because the movie isn't necessarily groundbreaking in that regard. Like I didn't watch it being like, wow, so I this did, whole I mean, time the Nazis were bad. I never saw this exactly. Yeah. So like I for me like the, this movie doesn't tread anything new. It doesn't, like, make any new points. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, explore anything. And some people might call that, you know, like a, like a, like safe and, and, cliche, un- and cliche and unadventurous. But it's not so much the story, it's how they tell it. Right. Like, Deadpool is a paint-by-numbers superhero movie, you know, plot-wise. Right. But it's how they tell it is why people ended up liking it, why mm-hmm. it was successful. And this is the same thing. Um, down to the beginning, the opening montage I really liked. Oh yeah, with like, the, the Beatles song? Yeah, and, and like showing the footage of everyone like holding up their hands, mm-hmm. clamoring to Hitler, really shows um, the mass, you know, uh, I guess the widespread appeal in the country oh, yeah. that he had, you know, which is easy to forget. It's easy to be like, well, these people are, are just evil. Mm-hmm. But they're not. This person was portrayed as, as to them, as, at least. Yeah, as like this. As the Beatles. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that was great because, like, even. Because you could. They, they probably added to those, like, you know, fangirl screams. But, like, I'm pretty sure they were all pretty hyped when he was, like, coming yeah. around town. And you could, you could try. You could just Google any Beatles concert, and the footage will be the same. It'll yeah. be people holding out their you, hands. You could never tell the difference unless, right. you know. Right. Unless you unless you knew you were watching a movie about right. Nazis, yeah. you know, so that that's a good way for me. That starts it off by trying to show people that you know, um, even if you believed what, even if you drank this Kool Aid back then, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't so much um, that you believed in someone evil. You didn't know he was evil. Right. You didn't you, think you he was evil. In, and also, he even said it like when when he was trying to when. Jojo was talking, like, talk, basically talking to himself, trying to, like, hide himself up. He's like, yeah, look what people said about me. They said I'm a lunatic yeah. and I'm yeah, going mean, to get people killed. And in, in real life, people did say that. But what yeah. happened to them is... He got them killed. He got them killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My second favorite character, Yorkie, oh. um, you know, says it. Like, he says something, like, really, really well that I forget. Um, I just had it and I lost it. Because, uh... Oh, man. What? <laughs> Aw. Um, so... Yeah, we're gonna probably bounce around this movie because yeah, is, absolutely, it is a delight. It's mm-hmm. a, it's four dollars on Amazon. We do mm-hmm. recommend you uh, paying for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, uh, but I'll, I'll, I, fuck, I'll get back to Yorkie. Okay. Because he says he's, he's amazing. Every line, every line in his in his dialogue is is fantastic. He the, and the those two kids are so like adorable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every time they see each other, he's like they just run up and hug each other. Right. It's the cutest thing. <laughs> and, but, and Yorkie does it the best line in the movie for me, which is like. Um, our only allies left are the Japanese, and, and between pretty... you and me, they don't look very Aryan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and and this other line, um, so unless you're unless you're you know the Fuher right. in a fat kid's body, then you're gonna you should be happy with second place. It was like, well, I guess I'm just a kid in a fat kid's body. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Was it the end where um where he's like, oh, I gotta. I gotta go see my mom. I need a cuddle. I need a cuddle. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. It seems like I can just never die. It's crazy. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens with our reviews. We end up just quoting the funny oh, character the it, whole time. Yeah, because he's, like, the two kids are, like, that's how they sell it. Like, they should have sold it with that, these two kids. But, yeah, because it, it seemed like Yorkie kind of wasn't as fanatical Mm-mm. and wasn't as like a stickler for it's just it. just along for the ride. He's just there. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, I'm a soldier now. Like, even just like, like oh, I might be able to, you know, go back and, and save, uh, and, and save when she's pretty much my girlfriend. And she goes like, Ooh, good for a you. girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Jojo. He was like, yeah, but you know, the whole Jew thing. She's like, just it doesn't like, matter now. Oh, we, we have a, so much more to worry about. <laughs> right. Americans are coming to kill us. Russians are coming to kill us. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's great. But he is my second favorite character because my first favorite is Rosie. Okay. Jojo's mom. Yeah. Oh Scar- my goodness. What Scar-Jo? a performance by ScarJo. That's why she was double nominated this year. She was nominated for this as well? She was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for this. Yeah, she was a supporting actress. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm glad because she was so good. Mm-hmm. So nuanced. You know, yeah. just... Uh, like... It's funny to see her in this compared to earlier in the year when you saw her in Endgame. Yeah, and even later in the year when you saw her in Marriage Story. Right, it's like, whoa, like, she's got some range. Yeah, like, <laughs> between, like, if you put Black Widow in, like, the middle, right. and without showing any kind of emotion, <laughs> right. and then Just... you go, like, loving mother and, mm. and trying to hold it all together, and, and, you know, with Rosie, and then, like, woman, like, trying to watch it, like, like watching it all fall apart. Right, in with, Marriage Story. In Marriage Story, it's, it's insane. Yeah. You have someone that, you know, loves her, you know, lo- loved her husband, and she's dealing with you know dealing with so many things like grief pressure you know um trying like trying to yeah, it's guide gotta, her son on the right path with love it's gotta be tough to be a like well a single parent who's lost a child and may have lost a, a, a their spouse in the war and then also like like kind of have your own personal agenda towards the war where obviously you're not in favor of it and also the nazis are breathing down your neck and also, your son is one of them. Yeah. You know, the only person you have left in your life yeah, the, the, is a fanatic. Yeah. You know, it's, it's nuts. Um, like, and it kind of reminds me, you know, we have, uh, like, my parents now live on Long Island. Mm-hmm. They're, your parents live have on Long li- Yeah, lived on Long Island. Therefore, they're conservative. And so, <laughs> you know, mine at least. I don't okay. know about yours. No, mine, yeah. no. I don't, I, don't I, know, I, I, I don't know what your, dad, well, what your dad's dad view on anything a, is. My dad doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad... Uh, it would not be my mom would not have been down with any of yeah of this right, but it's interesting. Just uh, 
you know, you believe so wholly on one side Mm -hmm. and to see somebody that you love and you care about think the opposite is something to wrestle with because you get tired of arguing about it. Mm -hmm. You know, you get tired of trying to convince them that they're wrong. And for her, it's even tougher because it's illegal for her to think what she thinks. Right, exactly. So she's like trying to argue and bring him closer to her side, but she can't be so direct because this little boy... Can he get like? Can oh, she mom. even trust him? Yeah, and, she... and and yeah, and they 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 picked a, a really good age for him at ten years old because that's the kind of the point where it's right before you become a a puberty riddle, riddled asshole. So at at yeah. this at this like moment where they even said like if you just kind of like yell at him to like stop being a Nazi, you'll lose him. Yeah, and it it, it is true because then you you like. At that point, at 10 years old, and you could obviously see that his, maybe his mental state is not the strongest with his best friend, with his imaginary friend being Hitler. Mm-hmm. Like, he would, if if you kind of went at him a certain way, you would lose him to his fanaticism. Yeah, if you told me when I was 10, mm-hmm. seeing all the posters on my wall, right. that The Rock is a terrible person right. and Spider-Man is a scumbag, right. I'd be like, fuck you, you know? Hey, I don't, hey, I'm not going to listen to anything you say anymore. Like, you hey, don't man, know what you're like, talking about. Yeah. I'm going to call the cops. Right. You know, like that's... <laughs> I'm going to call Gestapo right now. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so I can only imagine for him. Yeah, know? and it's... Yeah, because, like, at like every turn, like, you do see... Yeah, 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 he is of, like, well, we're going to win. We're going to do this. And it's like... But the reality is not nowhere near that. Yeah. And she's like... Try, it's it's basically telling your kids to believe in Santa Claus. Like, when's the right time to tell them that it's not a real thing? Yeah, yeah. Except Santa Claus is a lot more, a lot less destructive than what he believes. You know, right? Exactly. Um, and it's tough because she, she, on one hand, you want her, she wants him to face the facts, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, but you see at that dinner scene, which was so touching, you know, if she pushes too hard, what happens? Yes. You know, and so. And that led to one of my favorite parts of the movie, which is her, you know, it's him saying he wants his dad back and her like putting ashes on her face to look like a beard and right. pretending to be his dad. When she does the dual, the dual role. Yeah. Yep. It's, you know, it's very, obviously it's amazing acting, but it's also like, it's very representative of what she does. Right. She's just trying to be creative and, uh, up, and positive and funny to help this kid deal with with everything that's been going on around him. Right. And whereas the Nazis are like, and it's a contrast to the Nazi ideology that he's also being influenced by, which is uh, trying to be just, you know, uh, just nationalist and angry and violent and and directing hate to help deal with what's going on. Another thing that they do in the movie, which is kind of good because he, he blows himself up, which is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in, Nazi, in Nazi camp, he blows himself up and he gets scars and stuff. So a lot, of, like you'll you'll notice, like all another the... example of like, um, like like you know that kind of like Hollywood effect where right. like everyone's like, oh, you're like hideously deformed, yeah. Now. But he's not. He's, no, he's still a two a, ten year old just yeah, with a couple scars, a couple scars, and a limp. And yeah, he looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> and so, so it's one of those things. Yeah, he. Uh, so all the good people will be make like make jokes about like you're you you look ugly but no but they like really but you don't look ugly you're yeah. you're you're still 
You're still a beautiful person. Even his mom's like, really, I'm the one that's cursed. Like, yeah. I'm really attractive. I have to walk around with you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like not every day you can look so stupid. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like something like kind of like that. Yeah, that's what like, she said. Yeah. Kind of like ease the tension of his his mind where he's like, well, I'm ugly. I'm deformed. It's like, oh, you know, no, you're not. But, you know, there's people with a lot worse than you. Right. Yeah. And so all like the not, all like the bad people like Hitler would be like, oh, you're ugly. Like it yeah. was, and it's not said in the same way right it's like no yeah you're ugly no, yeah, yeah right. you could only only the only people who accept you is you know us because we we see you as ugly you know? yeah you're you're yes you're a cripple right you know just keep believing in me though yeah you know uh, whereas they're just like yeah you're limping but there's still way more to you is right. what the good people are exactly saying. yeah um so it's 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 cool one is like like the one side they're kind of like negging him mm-hmm. you know like putting him down so that he um he need he needs he their needs like their yeah their encouragement like their, but even then like you look at like, uh, Captain K Sam mm-hmm. Rockwell oh, great character he's right oh. he he's one of these characters where I was since I've been saying it, it's like it's like at, by the end of the movie you're like yeah, he wasn't that bad so I was very hesitant when you told me that right. before. <laughs> It's like there's this Nazi commander and you know by the end of the movie really she's not that bad he's not that bad and I was guy. just like. I have not having not seen the movie. I'm right. just like Brian. What are you saying on, on <laughs> exactly. the air right now? <laughs> you know, but having watched the movie, yeah, he's not that bad. No, but he's. Not... <laughs> I do love the first, the, like the, his introduction. Right. And it was like really cool visual humor, and he's just like, "Oh, I lost this eye," and they say I can't shoot anymore. But you know, do they see this? And then he whips out an assault rifle, and like it just like quick cuts. Right. And then like firing at one thing, firing behind his back, <laughs> cut to him firing between his legs, it's cut to so, him firing over his shoulder. It's so like a Wes Anderson. Yeah, like, it kind is. Kind of like setup. it is. Yeah, it is. But it's um, you know, it's a you wouldn't find that in like a, a Judd Apatow movie. No, you know? no, yeah. Where they, I like when I just like when you deal with you do things like cuts and um. And, and camera move work right. to sell the humor. Like, for example, when Gustavo came mm-hmm. to his house, which is most one of the most intense scenes, yeah. the intense scene oh in the movie. Oh, my God. And, uh, and they do the Hail Hitler right. over and, and over <laughs> and over. And every time, like, he could have just done it one or two times and then just, like, you know, just say it kept, the, in a, kept it in one in shot. In a serious World War Two movie, somebody always said, enough. That's right. right. But everyone's like... Well, they would have all just said it at once. Right. But they uh, would cut to Jojo, Hail Hitler, cut to the one guy, Hail Hitler, cut to Jojo, Hail Hitler, cut to them, Hail Hitler, cut to Jojo. And they did it five times. Yeah, everybody Every single time they cut, 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 cut. And then (laughs) Sam Rockwell comes, Captain K comes in, and he does it again, Hail Hitler, cut, 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 Hail Hitler, Hail Hitler, Hail Hitler, Hail Hitler. Hail Hitler, guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, Oh, is this here with Franz? And Franz yeah. is like, like, oh, Franz, oh, Hail Hitler, cut, cut, cut. And then you're just like, oh my God, he opened the box. I... But what's great is that when you go up, when then it, it flips because you go upstairs mm-hmm. and then Elsa has to do it. Right. And you see that the, her like swallowing that. It's because it, yeah, because they made it a to joke it. downstairs to get us kind of ready for like, it's actually a serious thing. Yeah. And that, and like, that's the thing. I it, it kind of wraps a serious thing with a joke where you like it. It's like it's something sweet and then something bitter underneath. Right. You're like, oh, right. like that's right. Gut punch. Like this is not. These aren't just words. Right. This act. This these words led to the death of her family. Yeah. And like it is funny because like you're you're right that the scene where Stephen Merchant, who's I guess twenty feet tall, 
Uh, he and he must have been standing on a box in addition to being seven foot tall. Right, he's you know? he's a giant. And Holy the, crap! And like the way he kind of comes in and like Sam Rockwell's like up to his like, yeah. up to his belly button. Yeah, and he, and Sam Rockwell has a ridiculous kind of accent, and mm-hmm. Stephen Merchant's very British. Mm-hmm. So when he comes in, he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" He's like, "Well, we were hail Hitlering the boy, yeah. and then you came in, and we were hail Hitlering you, and hail Hitlering France." Yeah. <laughs> And now we're just going to check, Randy. It's yeah. just, just a routine check. Um, but what's, what's crazy to me is when you realize what he was doing there, right. like why he came in, run, why he ran in. And all the questions led to something else. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you realize that, you know, yeah. they, so he saw. Right. And then came running over. Mm-hmm. That is heartbreaking. Yeah, he was trying to stop it. Like, yeah. Like, you could, you could even tell that there was, like, a little of... Uh, he he wasn't sold on it anymore. Mm-hmm. He kind of gave up on the idea. And I mean, you could also tell. I don't know if he ever agreed with the idea. I think because he's like, oh, uh, quote unquote, totally preventable attack did right. this to him. So I I feel like Rosie, him, Franz, were all in on it together. Well, I think because uh, he's gay. He's gay. Yeah. Because yeah. they're gay. Yeah. They're mad gay. Oh. <laughs> And so, like, obviously, that's not allowed in Nazi Germany. No, and it's it's funny because they weren't really like hiding it either. No, they were very like kind of open, but not open. Right, because where where they are is not like on the front lines. It's mm-hmm. not like it, they're kind of like rejects. Right. You know, they so, were kept in the back. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So and the and he seems like he did that on purpose. Yeah. Like he's like, I don't want to actually contribute to this cause, mm-hmm. so I'll just mess up end up in the back operation so I, screw up yeah <laughs> so i can just do my thing and you know uh, do what i can right yeah um and that's a big it's a big like theme of the movie that you know a lot that they're not that not everyone's evil not everyone's good everyone like is just doing what they can yeah every, he has like well they all have they each have a save the cat moment like jojo has a save the cat moment in the beginning where he's given the bunny and you're like, well, if he kills the bunny, he's obviously a bad kid. But if he doesn't, so what he did is when he put the rabbit down and tried to shoot it away, shoot it away. Yeah. and then the fucking Nazi youth fucking killed it, yeah. like you can tell, like, okay, this is the bad guy, Jojo's a good guy. Yeah, and as much as Jojo wants to be a bad guy, he'll never be he's a, not a bad guy. Yeah, he, he yeah. will never, like, he doesn't have it in him. Yeah. And that's important, because yeah. you have to sympathize with this boy. And if he doesn't have this moment, then he's just a Hitler youth. Right. And you can't sympathize with that. And there's there's one person who's a little bit more, who comes across as sympathetic, but then at the end you go like, oh, no, they're pretty evil. Well, not evil, but like, they're, they're not, like, yeah, they're not sympathetic. It's Rebel Wilson's character. Yeah. Who's like, it's kind of this goofy character. And you're like, oh, okay. And then she's like putting grenades on children. and like, yeah, oh, go, go give the American a hug. Right. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, she gets blown up. <laughs> Good. But, you know, because she, it's funny because she was actually supposed to be unlikable in this movie. Yeah. So, very nice change of pace. Right. You know, where usually, where in in her other movies, they expect her to be... They try to make her super likable. Yeah, they try to make her Melissa McCarthy. Right. And, you know, she ends up being unlikable accidentally. (laughs) You know? So, uh, that was really nice to see. It is funny when you look at, like, 
certain comedies that try to make her funny like oh like let's have her fall down and mm-hmm. then fart or whatever and it's like let's just have her say some ridiculous shit and then yeah. let's see what happens yeah because really her strength is her delivery her yep. deadpan delivery like, yeah i had 18 kids for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> good yet to be a woman <laughs> yeah whereas in her other movies you just say something like just kind of like oh yeah I, ain't no man gonna hold me down yeah i love donuts right yeah, just like she'll just say something like that Fart, boo, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um so it's i mean that's that's just better now writing yeah at the yeah um yeah we are bouncing around pretty pretty hard mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> so we got to talk about uh elsa in the in the attic oh yeah like uh, sorry i was trying to I can't remember her name. Oh, Tom Thomason McKenzie. McKenzie yeah. Thomason McKenzie. Great, yeah, great actress. Uh, I actually watched Leave No Trace. Oh yeah. With her in it, didn't like the movie, but I thought she did a good job. She's, she's ve- she's very good, for and they, like. How like old how, is she? She's like twenty two. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we're we got some good young actors coming. Uh, she was born. No, I'm sorry. She's tw- she's not even twenty yet. I was about to say she like was, she was looked like she was playing a sixteen year old. <laughs> yeah, she was born July two thousand. Okay, so, so she's, she's nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that makes more sense because she has a younger face. She could play a sixteen year old. Yeah, but um, really, the movie rested relied very much on her and Roman Davis. Mm-hmm. And how old is Roman Davis? He's like nine ten. Because, oh my, really? He's yeah. actually he's, nine ten. He's 10? a very young kid. He's got to be like that's like some genius level, uh, like understanding of what he's playing. Just his comedic timing. Oh no, he was born in two thousand seven. So, so he's like thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. Wow, he's a young looking thirteen year old. Yeah. <laughs> for I guess for a child actor, that's great. Yeah, yeah, he keeps him, keeps him as a kid a little bit longer. He yeah, he looks like. Even if he filmed this movie when he was eleven, he still looks super young. Yeah, he does. But, um, what's, what's, yeah, the whole thing relies on him. The humor relies on him. Just glad they didn't throw, like, a Stranger Things kid in there. Nah. That would have been weird. Yeah, like, which one would he, would have, none of them look Aryan, though. Maybe Put Dustin in there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, surprisingly, I don't think Dustin actually gets that much work. I think it's all Mike that gets all the work. I think, uh, what is it? Dustin gets a lot of, like, he gets the Verizon commercials. He gets the TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh. He's the one who sells you stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mike does all the movies. Right. And then, was it? Yeah, I don't know. Mike is just kind of like, all right, so it's the, the same thing as Stranger like, Things, but you get to curse a lot. Yeah, they, the kids from like eight are now like the Netflix kids. Mm-hmm. Like two of them are on a show on Netflix now. Good. It's a good year for child actors. Yeah. Good time to be a kid actor. Um, hopefully it doesn't scar them forever and we, <laughs> don't, we don't see them on no, TMZ. They're not working, yet, they're like not working for Disney, so they'll yeah. be fine. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, he did a, such a fantastic job of like, he had to carry the whole spectrum of emotion in this Mm -hmm. and the, just the depth of his, of like the internal conflict that he's going through where he's trying to, he has to figure out like this girl, you know, she, I, I, you know, that I, that I, I understand is, is evil Mm -hmm. and even she is not disputing that outright. She's like, Oh, my horns are under my hair. Right. You know, like. Like, she's just messing with me constantly. Like, how am I... Like, him... But him growing to like her and combating, combating the fascism that is instilled in him. 
I don't know. I I, I could never give that kind of performance. No, I mean, I'm also not an actor, but... It, yeah, it is tough, because he does, like, a complete 180 on, like, who he is, and, like, even to a point where, like, where he... he and it's also great, like, camera work, too, because you could see, like, how bred it is when they're, like, getting to know each other, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, you know, like, so he's, like, falling in love with her, Yeah. and they even say, like, they even say, like, he's like, oh, like, you know, when you fall in love with someone, it's all you could think about, you know, you have butterflies in your stomach, mm-hmm. and that, that's basically what it turns out to be, where it starts slow, is, like, all he could think about is basically her, but he puts it as, well, she's Jewish, and I'm just learning everything about the right, Jewish people, right. but all he's thinking about is... To convince himself. Convince really. himself. He's like, this is the only way I could I could see myself doing this. Yeah. Because that's in his young mind. It's like, I don't, I, I don't he know. He has to justify. He has to rationalize. He, he exactly. Because, I mean, if he has Hitler as an imaginary friend, his rationale is a little skewed. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when he's, uh, what is it? And then when he, like, yeah, he, he falls in love. And then after uh, his mom dies, yeah. that scene where he's walking up there with the knife and... You kind of like, which is both two powerful things where he's, where he tries to tie her shoe Ugh. and he can't. Ugh. And then he goes up and he try and he, he goes to stab uh, Elsa and you're like, you're like, oh, dude, like, cause you don't really like, at first, I don't know, it happened with me. I don't know if it happened with you and you're like, is he now committing a hundred percent to being a Nazi and just, you know, killing killing a jewish person or is he struggling with his emotion and he just lashed out wrong i think it's uh i think he's trying to i think he's trying like he you know is trying to find a reason for his mother dying right like it's because of her yeah exactly but, so he's trying to like but it's like you know because what of him. yeah yeah well, you know he's trying to um he's trying yeah he's trying to lash out he's trying he's looking for someone to blame for mm. this because that's what Nazis do. They blame the Jews, right? right. They blame everything else but themselves. Right. Yeah. So he's trying to do that. He tries to tie her shoes. And for me, I think the tying of the shoes is very symbolic mm. throughout this movie. I mean, obviously it is. It's a big character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because at the so end, he's simple. able to do it. Like, you don't need yeah. that much. It's just, uh, it re- I think it represents his level of understanding and, you know, um, his full-on maturation mm. out of what, you know, he's been bred to believe. And so he tries to tie the shoes, but after, you know, his mother's dead. So he's not, he can't fully do that yet. Right. So he tries to go in the opposite direction, right? Cause, and, and kill mm-hmm. and fully commit to the Nazi ideology, you know, and he can't do that either. Right. And he's just stuck and he's lost. And it's, that's really, really tough, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very strong scene. Yeah. It's a very strong couple of minutes because it's like because he's still not evil. Yeah, you know? he's not a hundred. He's not. He's not even like close to evil, but he doesn't know that. Yeah, you know he's he's a lost child. He's like oh. now completely alone. Just to, just the, the butterfly and then the shoes. The shoes set up so well throughout the movie. Yep. You know, you're just like watching her dance with her shoes, watching her walk and ride her bike with her shoes, and then just seeing that in the blue mm-hmm. like pant outfit just. It breaks your heart. It does, yeah. Because you you grow to really appreciate and respect her, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and see the impact that she has on him and on Elsa. Right. And, and yeah, she's kind of like Elsa. Kind of looks at her like a role model. Kind of yeah. like if I get to live, 
I want to be like her. Right. Where I don't think jo- like Jojo just sees her like where she's basically not holding Jojo's feet to the ground, but she's putting like what's it? I'm trying to figure out what was it like an apt metaphor here because she's not saying like you know you have to do this you have to do this like you don't ha- like you don't have to be mm-hmm. like this isn't a, like I think a, a another great scene with her is when they're at the like the the river mm-hmm. and she it first ties his shoes together yeah. <laughs> and then they kind of have like a the conversation about love and then they're riding their bikes back and they see the the truck of the truck of soldiers go back mm-hmm. and they, she didn't like vilify them yeah she just said you know go home to your mother you know so it's tough like yeah, it's a tough it's a tough fucking scene yeah yeah um and the whole like palette of the movie changes yeah until the end yeah. yeah the whole third that that kind of just initiates the third arc of the movie in a way that you know completely shifts the tone and after watching it you're and and finishing the movie with that tone mm-hmm. you start to realize how ridiculous it was to that you even thought this movie would have been you know sympathetic to right. to to Hitler at all um it was it, at that point you realize like the movie is very aware of who it's what it's dealing with right. like, what it's trying to you know what of the story it's trying to tell like the the and um you know it it's 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 like respectful in a way yeah if everything ended up being roses and sunshine at the end it's like not right you know it, it's like you know you're it's not it's not an accurate telling of what actually went down you know people did lose everything yep you know so um yeah and you saw that when like they the, like when the war came to town you saw that these people were like they're basically now like fucked yeah <laughs> you know they were like their homes were destroyed like you saw people in the street like you basically had like the kind of like every time jojo would walk on the street he'd see the same people and now you'd see him at the end like some of them are dead some of them are covered in soot and, like, like an just, edgar wright kind of moment yeah yeah it's like these mirroring shots and you're like oh my god like it's getting worse and then at the end when the uh, the allied forces come in it starts getting brighter again mm-hmm. so it's like, it was kind of yeah and, you, and like because i think the whole movie was a countdown to like when the shit hits the fan and you have to choose who you're gonna be right like she wants him to choose right mm-hmm. you know because but she's not gonna force him to do it. right right because yeah. she knows that the war is ending she knows that you know, uh, it's going to go down. Right. Right. And she knows what side she wants to be on, but she, and you know, it's for her, it's, it's like a race against time where she wants him to figure it out before, you know, before it gets there. Yep. Um, but she can't, you know, so it's, it's, uh, you know, really, really, yeah. really hard. You, you said you, uh, cause we were going to meet up yesterday to do this and, I was like, and you said, oh, you just started kind of the start of the movie. I was like, all right, text me when you're done. Yeah. And you said you almost cried three times in this yeah, movie. Can yeah. I guess what times they were? Yeah. Okay, so obviously when uh, Rosie died. Yeah. Um, I think when JoJo tried to stab uh, Elsa. Um. Maybe not. Uh, or okay, I, I don't maybe, think so. Not that one. Okay. How about uh, when Captain K pushed JoJo out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a great like. Which is that's that's the point where like all right I was sold on him being this goofy character yeah but then when he did that it's like oh he's a little bit more no for me that was when he covered for Elsa that's when like oh yeah. he's more it's like when he said like she's a really oh when he covered for Rosie 
No, he covered for Elton. He was like, oh, oh May 1st. Oh, like, yeah, oh yeah. Cor- correct. And the okay. birthday was May 7th. That's his save the cat moment. Yeah. Where it's like, okay. He's and he goes, okay. like, stay home, take care of your family. I mean, of course, he was saying that so he wouldn't have to see his mother on the gallows. But, right. um, you know, he, he knew. I mean, at least, I mean, he, he knew. Because you could just see the look on his face when he thought that Stephen Merchant was going to ask for the papers. Right. He was just like, fuck. Like, he's going to see that it was May 7th, not mm-hmm. May 1st. But, um, you know, you, you, then from there, and just the fact that he ran over to save JoJo is like, oh, he's not, he's not a real Nazi. Right. He's not really a Nazi. So he's not a good Nazi. He's just not a Nazi. Would you say? You know, because yeah. it's kind of absolute. Being a Nazi is implicitly bad. Being a bad Nazi is actually like a compliment. Yeah, exactly. That means because that's what because by definition a Nazi is a bad person. Yeah. And if he's a good person, he's saved. He phys- he literally saved a Jew. Right. So like he's not a Nazi. No. Yeah. Yeah. And he was the only one who knew because when he when she said oh, I'm his sister, he looked at because he knew he knew he the pr- family. Yeah. 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 So he knew it was like. And yeah, because it's that's a small town. I think he's from that town. He knew Rosie and and the dad. Which yeah. we never... She kicked him... He's a, he's a captain and she kicked him in the nuts. And right. He did, she had no and, fear. And, uh, yeah, so clearly, yeah. you know, yeah. she he respects her and, and then, knows her. Let me see. What's the last... And then... I don't think... Not the end where they're, like, dancing. Like, the relief of them, like... Mm-mm. I mean, I was... That made me cry from how bad the moves were, but right. you know, but, you know, <laughs> that I, sweet, sweet German poor thing. Dance she's never, yeah, she's never. It's the it's the forty. She's never danced before. Yeah. I, I, I let her been, have it. She's been trapped in a crawl space. Yeah, for a exactly. Bit. Yeah. She's, you know, she's got to stretch first. I get that. Uh, uh, what was a? Uh, for me, it was it was definitely one of the interactions between uh, between JoJo and and Elsa. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember if it was uh, when. She uh, told, oh, maybe it was when, when he tried to stab her. Because I was thinking, like, I, I was really, really sad when, when he made her cry. Okay. Oh, when he's and, then like... he, and then he, like, wrote the new letter to try to, like, make <laughs> her feel better. You know, but then I was also very sad when you find out Nathan's dead anyway. You know, and yeah. that she just wanted to hear these fake stories. Because then you realize, like, she's, she's older than him, obviously, but she's a kid, too. And it comforts her, yeah. Yeah, and she yeah. needs that, too. Nope. You know, because she's not ready. Like, she's, like, she, you know, her conversations with Rosie really, she's like, she's not a woman. You know, she's a girl. Mm. She's just a kid, and, you know. But the best, one of the best things is when Rosie said, like, oh, oh that's lived, what it was. You it was, lived a thousand it was the, lifetimes. It was when she was, uh, when she dressed up as her father. Oh, yeah. As was, the father. That, that made, was, that got me. That was tough. That yeah, got that me. That was tough, yeah. I almost cried for that one. <laughs> yeah. Because you could see her sadness and her grief and just, you know, her just, like, it's not, so when, when people try to be strong, when you know they have every reason not to be, that gets me. Okay. You know, so yeah. So moments like that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. Yeah. I, and you could just see, like, as the audience, you could see like the chinks in, in her armor, but right. she's like. Yeah, you could you could see the holes, but those holes like. Yeah. yeah. That's why when the when <laughs> when Cap stood up to Thanos's army, that That's started welling up. That, that gets you in the up. gut, man. Yeah, and then it's like and you then, know all hope is lost, but you're not gonna give up, you know. Uh, and then Falcon came back for him, and on his left, yeah, on the on, left, right over on the left. But same exact situation, a hundred percent same thing. Yeah. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, man. yeah, like no, I a hundred percent agree because I welled up at those points too when I saw it the first time. Yeah, that was the third moment. It was and, the dad. Yeah, and then when I got when I watched it again, I was like, you know, like this is an oddly powerful movie. Like I kind of got a little verklempt at the uh, at the at the river scene where I was like, you know, mm. she's like kind of sad that also a know, very Wes Anderson type framing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I I loved how this was shot. And how, you know, 
Taika is he's really good at comedy directing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like when he jumped out of the window, like he did everything, like exits the frame in a funny way. Yeah, yeah. He did like kind of these like really crazy things, and you could see like influences of filmmakers that we've talked about before. You know, Wes Anderson is another one where he does like a lot of like the, the a lot of symmetrical shots, a lot of symmetrical shots, weird cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, is it uh, uh, Edgar Wright with you know the the way entering frames, exiting frames, yeah. how the room is set up, you know, people's reactions, like paralleling similar scenes later in the movie. Yeah, and it's yeah, and you could you could definitely see all the influences, but like Taika makes it his own, where you where you could see that, and then you go like, oh, like I've seen this in you know what we do in the shadows, hunt for the wilder people, you know, boy, which is another one. I think it's on, I think boy is on Hulu. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But like you could see it in his movies, like when you see watch uh, Edgar Wright f- watching from like Shaun of the Dead to The World's End, you go like, he wanted to do something, and then just crafted it and fine tuned it to this point. Right. And this is and the, I think, and and yeah, and this movie was uh, fucking great. Yeah, I mean, like I <laughs> like, like I said, you know, um, I think it. I, I feel like the movie thinks it's trying to say something new about the Nazis, and it doesn't. I don't think it, no. But I, I think that what it what it's more trying to say, uh, or at least, at least what it says better, is that, you know, um, there's a way to turn away from that. If, you, like, uh, if, if you're worried about, you know, that we're going in that direction, mm-hmm. you know, what you're saying is that it's, it's not too late to change. Right. Um, even at the end, he, he bookended it with a quote with... Uh... You let everything happen to you, uh, like the good and the bad. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but like the good and the bad, and then like just let it, let all the feelings happen. Yeah, no feeling is final. Yeah, no feeling just is keep, final. Yeah. Pretty much, just like keep moving. Yeah, yeah, and that's sort of what Rosie's uh, philosophy was. It's just like, and that was that was her thing. Like they can never win if you are alive. Right. So all you have to do is keep moving. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Um, which and you know and it obviously that is the hardest thing to do in that in Elsa's situation. Yeah, because it, it's it's yeah, it, it's like this big. It's that I, I always feel like it's funny because a lot of like overconfident people would be like, oh, there's no like real real rivalry between a, a boot and an ant. Mm-hmm. But you don't realize that like with quote unquote the ant, it, it's it will always survive because there's always going to be more of it. Right. It's always going to like. And I hate to compare. <laughs> yeah. But like it like it won't if you don't give up, it, like if you don't go extinct, you just keep fighting through it. Right. And if just... the boot's goal was to kill one ant, then yeah, you wouldn't stand a chance. But if the boot wants all ants to disappear, yeah. It's never going it's to It's never going to win. It's yeah. never going to win. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like you, you can step on a thousand think you're stepping on a thousand ants, but there's holes in right. your, there's grooves in your feet. And yeah. Yeah. grooves in the boots. <laughs> grooves in the boots. Yeah. We also the movie Ants yeah <laughs> it's a double review guys yeah um, yeah it's about that time oh, we, could wow. probably re- we could probably drop a, a grade on this yeah 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 i mean you know there's we i think we we got a little caught up in the beginning and maybe there's more we could have talked about like you know more hints that captain k was gay uh with like his <laughs> outfit yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah. was pretty awesome to see how, him like how, get they, it. how they were feeding each other like pancakes yeah yeah <laughs> and then they were, uh, they were at the pool and, like just the intense eye contact right yeah, or like some of the other like that the book that he it. wrote. That's uh, the... Franz is in Game of Thrones. Yeah, right? he's yeah he's uh, Theon in Game of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones, um, or just like uh, like like the like the really like 
the the soul of the movie which is elsa and uh and jojo's relationship and how they grow from like straight up adversarial Mm -hmm. to you know eventually uh you know coming to really really love each other yeah you know so and and like a (laughs) big sister little brother yeah yeah (laughs) like you know i love you and i understand that you know you probably see me as a younger brother and that's fine She's just like, you know, I do love you. She's like, but as a younger brother, she's like, yeah, yeah as a younger yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that kind of movie. I, I, just like, I, I just like how, like, he was so quick to be like, yeah, you know, my good friend Jojo, who's wise beyond his years. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's so smart. <laughs> Don't worry about him. He's, he, yeah. He's, he's a great kid. He'll be okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, you know, that's hard for, like, nine, I, I work with a lot of kids, mm. nine, ten-year-olds. Not that bright. No. <laughs> you know? Not that smart. So it takes a lot. Uh, it's probably really great directing to get yeah. that kind of performance out of a child. No, yeah. yeah. And, and it wouldn't. the whole movie wouldn't have worked. This won the Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay. Oh, good. Because it was based on a book. Catching Skies, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. But, yeah, something like that. Um, but, uh... No, I don't think the book was as humorous, though. I think that's, No, it was a little bit more... more it was a little bit more serious. Yeah. What... The movie, of course, would have been so much different if it was serious. Yeah. Obviously, but like, do you think it would have made its point better if it was serious? Yeah. No, because I feel like at points I feel it would have felt like people would have been like, "Uh, well, this is obviously a metaphor for you know, you know, Trump and this and that." Because it's like it's like when we were watching the the fire. Uh, festival documentary mm. where it's like you're dividing your audience because of it mm-hmm. i feel like it was already a tough pill to swallow with you know funny hitler mm-hmm. but to make it like deadly serious or make it even a little, like maybe five times more serious than what it is it would have been tough because people would have saw that parallel and be like well we could use this as a political stance but this you can't be like you know i'm fighting the the bed because of because of this it's like well it's a funny like and it's also um it's that, to, to quote Mary Poppins, it's a spoonful of sugar to make the medicine go down. Mm. It's like, you have to, you know, it is, it's bittersweet where you're like, this is funny, but yeah, this is, you know. Yeah, it's, a, it's a balance that's hard to strike, and if yep. they didn't have the comedy, that's obviously, it you know, been, it'd be Schindler's List. Yeah, it would yeah. be, <laughs> ooh, at least yeah. they would have won more Oscars. Ooh. But yeah, it would have been like, blatantly obviously see, to see people, because then people would have been like, oh, it's just a ward hunting. I'm not going to see it. I don't care. And anything it says. Yeah. And I don't want to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, but speaking of that, though, Hitler, um, talking about these Hitler, actually very funny, though. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, you know, to be, he, he gave the interviews. He's like, you know, it was, it was kind of a sight to see me directing dressed as Hitler. Yeah. So me shouting orders at people dressed <laughs> as Hitler. <laughs> um, yeah, just like some of the... Because, like, Hitler's also an idiot. Yeah. Just, like, you know, constantly, like, flipping, like, offering cigarettes. And then, like, the <laughs> whole, a like... a 10-year-old. Yeah. And, and, the, and the whole, like, um... Like, so you love her. Yes. Admit it. I just said yes. You know, just like, right. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, uh... Like, it was your idea for me to hang out with her in the first place. Like, I never said that. Like, yes, I... Yes, you did. It's like, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because it, it's Hitler through the eyes of a 10-year-old. Yeah. So he's not, like super me he just dumb like, but even that the jokes right. that uh, end up being some pretty salient um imagery like him eating the giant unicorn head right, while well, jojo's got the scraps uh-huh you know 
Like that's and them sitting at opposite ends of the table to each other, and him realizing that if this guy's so great, why why is this happening? Yep. And then when when uh, Yorkie tells Jojo, was like, "Oh yeah, Hitler killed himself. Oh yeah, he gave up on us, and he had some shit too. Mm-hmm. Like he he lied to us." And then when then he came back and he's like, you know, like the whole like with the bullet wound, the bullet wound yeah. <laughs> on the yeah. side, and he's like, and he's like kind of like, and he was actually fully formed, mean. Hitler, yeah. and it's like just, just, just because it kind of looked like a drug addict. Yeah. He's like, just hail me. Yeah. No, it's one little hail. Yeah, yeah. Because then you see, like, because once you start standing up to your fear, your fear becomes weaker. Yeah. Like, and then you become stronger, and then that's why, like, like fuck off Hitler. Yeah, literally, <laughs> fuck off Hitler. And he kicked him, him out the window. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And uh, I think to make that ending with him saying fuck off Hitler, you have to have all the funny shit too, mm-hmm. because you see, like how petty and how selfish his imaginary Hitler is to have him when he stands up because he wouldn't have he would have been like because he, he did the whole like negging thing where it's like you know like he'd, he'd be like oh you're really like really nice to him and he's like oh but he's like these these are kind of like undercuttingly jabs yeah. yeah okay alright so we're in, let's let's grade it let's... I would give this movie a 9 ooh yeah a 9 very high on very it high. yeah very high on yeah. it yeah uh, very yeah very strong 9 yeah yeah, I think oh, it just, you know, it, it's it's such an incredible task to balance comedy, Nazis, to rely on children to do this, mm-hmm. you know, to bring such great performances out of. Oh, well, Sam Rockwell always gives amazing yeah. performances, but you know, out of the children, out of ScarJo, you know, to tell a story that is, uh, you know, again, not groundbreaking. But, you know, and, and doesn't teach me anything about Nazis that I didn't already know. Right. But that, you know, is, is telling a, a deeper story that's, I think, a little more, like, applicable, you know, um, to any kind of country or or, right. or uh, a kind of community that, that people find, them, that, uh, find themselves in where there's always the fear of the other and overcoming that fear is what, is what leads to freedom. Yeah. Um, and I think that, obviously, again, not a point that is new but maybe a point that people may need to be reminded of okay yeah now it is yeah you know that the other is not you know what you because you don't agree with them doesn't make them the enemy like yeah. you're, you're obviously being misled into right thinking. just because somebody tells you all these things right you know maybe you'd probably get a better idea of what's going on if you actually met talk to people right meet, meet with people yeah you know commu- communicate yeah. you know and that's really what this movie is kind of like they're saying hey don't be a racist. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Uh, which that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like for for anyone that's not a racist and not a dick, right? That's self evident. Right. But for anyone that is a racist and is a dick, like this movie's not gonna make them think otherwise. No, it's not gonna also like. It's gonna take more than a movie. It, it also of. doesn't like. Yeah, I mean, we could have said this earlier on, but it also doesn't like cement them as like okay, so JoJo grew up thinking. Jews are bad, but then he meets a Jew, and it's not like he always is gonna think this. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you still have time to change yeah. your perceived opinions. Right. So that's yeah. So that's the thing. So um, that that for me is why it's a nine. Um, really, 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 really strong. And Yorkie. Yeah, Yorkie. Oh my goodness! He's gonna be Kevin McAllister in the Disney Plus remake of Home Alone. He better he's Nick Frost's child. Yeah, in the, uh, <laughs> Little Shaun of the Dead. That's yeah. what I want to see. Even his character is kind of Nick Frost esque yeah. in his delivery. Um, 
Yeah, it just, oh, awesome, awesome movie. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, good time. Yeah, very, you know, very, very hipstery, very good. But like I said, it's it's pandering to an audience that already agrees with it. Yeah. You know? Um, no, yeah, no, no one that, like, with a Make America Great a Hat and yeah, like, exactly. Oh, no, no one with a MAGA hat's gonna be like, gonna look at that and then self-reflect and be like, I've been doing it all wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe we, we kind of just hip, we're hypocritical right there, we're saying that it's not too late to change your opinion. But I'm saying this movie's not gonna do it. No, yeah, this movie yeah. could help. Maybe like if, if you need a pill, if you need a soft pill to swallow, this is it. Yeah, but like I guess it's yeah. yeah, I guess. But I, I don't know. I find, you know, I know plenty of racist people who will watch like 12 years a slave and cry and be like that's so terrible how could they do this to, to Michael people Fassbender. how could they <laughs> <laughs> no they'll sympathize right. with with say with uh, Northcup with Northup but then you know they'll go out and they'll vote Republican or mm-hmm. they'll be like you know they'll or they'll you know still like treat black people differently you know so yeah. it's like it, it's like oh I mean of course they shouldn't be slaves but I don't think they're as good as we are you know that's like that's a that's a wow. <laughs> yeah, it's and that's what I'm saying. Like, I like people. Okay, I could totally see people watching this movie with their MAGA hats on, and being like, "Yeah, like, oh yeah, it's it yeah, happen. of course. Like, you shouldn't have like, like, of course, like nobody should judge him by the, but judge her just for being a Jew. Like, it's terrible that his mother died, and terrible all these things happen. I'm really glad JoJo was able to reject his Nazi ideology. Right. You know? But and then yeah, and then on the <laughs> and then on the way out, just be like, can you believe these Muslims are are coming in? Right. You know, like you know, let's put these. Uh unaccompanied Mexican immigrants yeah exactly exactly and then still and then still believe that all of that should happen right you know because like well that's different they're coming into our country and doing it and you know like that's what I'm saying so you can watch this without without applying it to the maybe the own propaganda that you've been fed right and still not change yeah because it's tough to see the power like you you can like that's the thing with Nazis they're so absolutely evil that you can just say like well we're not not like I'm not Right, like, we're not Nazis. Fox News is Nazis, you know? and it's also like how, how like uh, man, uh, when they when they were like, uh, it's like when Yorkie said like, oh the Russians are coming in, like we got to get out of here before the Russians come in. They're the worst. They, they yeah, eat, I hear they, they, eat, they, they eat babies and have sex with dogs. Sex with, at least for our dogs' sake. We yeah, gotta we got to we got to stop these Russians from screwing our dogs. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> also, one of the best jokes is, uh, it's like. I know. I asked for the dog German Shepherd. Oh my god! The, the people. But then in the end, you see the actual They're German fighting. Shepherds fighting yeah. and defending the town. It's, like, it's a stupid name, but like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a stupid name for a dog. But you know, because it's also because like, he's like, because yeah. <laughs> oh man, go see this movie. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, uh, I think you'll like it no matter what, what which angle of the political spectrum you lean on. Right. You know, I think you'll enjoy it. You'll sympathize with it, and and you'll have a good time watching it. Yeah. You know, it's, I feel like it'll, you'd have to be pretty sensitive to be offended by the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, banger soundtracks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the song at the end really got me. Uh, David Bowie's We Could Be Hero. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know it was Bowie. Yeah. There you go. Um, so guys, that's the shoot, and that's the season. That's the season. Season oh, five, baby. Much like the season, this episode had a rough start, but we picked it up at the end. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say... Just must like it started in March and ended in March. Yeah, you know what? When we get, uh, what you can do is, you know, how you play the intro and you kind of fade into our, mm-hmm. to our, our talking. Just let that slow that fade down. Okay. Until we, uh, 
until we get over that like little hurdle that we had to climb. <laughs> when and I started talking started... about my, when I started talking about my jobs, like uh, who was it again? <laughs> yeah, and then it started from there. Okay. Yeah, like after that, <laughs> because that is a wow season finale, and and I messed up that bad. That's I... fine. Oh boy. If they made it this far, they should know by now. That's true. You know. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. We uh, had five seasons of this. I know, but what if they're just like, oh, Jojo Rabbit, let's see what these guys think right. about it. And then 20 minutes in, we're talking about, like, oh, it's purple gloves. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry about that, guys. Good But time. as always, you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. Or on Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Email Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And also, you can buy shirts and shit over at tpublic.com backslash Movie Mayhem Podcast. With a D. With a D. We'll be back. Yeah. And in a new studio. Oh, facts. Yeah. Ooh, the upgrades continue. The upgrades. This is like the fourth studio that, we, is, that we're going to yeah, be in. This yeah. is version four. From that one room to that other room to this house to the next... Uh, to the next place, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, hopefully we'll be back soon. Also, maybe here's a little preview of... Uh, I was actually, you know, I was going to do a musical cue at the end of like what our next episode is going to be. And so I think if people have been here since, like I guess, season...